My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. This is episode 86 of the Baba Buffoons podcast. I never know how to start this. You those. switched it up. I on did. Us this time. I, I kind of had, I went blank. I was like, I just say your name. <laughs> like, I don't know how to <laughs> hey, start I'm this. Hey, I'm Justin. I don't know what's going on. What's good, though? Sometimes you, know. you gotta shake it up. That's Sometimes how people know this is real. Because uh, yeah, because not they don't think it's real. Yeah, like we could just be AI. You think we're AI? AI voices. You listener, you guys think we're AI? AI is way AI. more intelligent than us. <laughs> They'll be like, "This is the dumbest AI I've ever heard." Um. Well, howdy. Hey, man. Welcome back. Yes. It's weird recording because we didn't do it for two weeks. Got a week off. Or I guess a week off. Yeah. yeah. Have that. How was your spring break? It we was great. Had spring break going on. It was great. You and the wifey went to Boston. We went to Boston for three or four days, and it was awesome. Did you walk your tail off? Well, so we caught the last little snap of winter. Oh, so it was cold. And, uh, two of the days were real cold. We did text once. I said, "Hey, how's Boston?" You said, "Cold." Like you were just <laughs> like, "It is super cold." So. Uh, less walking and more getting real creative and getting wherever we needed to go by being outside as little as possible. But like their train system so great there. Yeah, it's really good. And it's easy. You can Uber when you need to Uber and all that. So we didn't let it like stop us yeah. from the things we wanted to do. But then on uh, the last full day we were there, the weather was awesome. Uh, it was in the 50s, high 50s. And that was the day that we walked. The Did you go to Fenway? Day. Well, our place was right by Fenway, so I went by Fenway. I went by Fenway. <laughs> I went by Fenway. Uh, the Did you take the tour? We no, I didn't do the tour. Oh, I checked it out. Should have the tour. Did you go to that bar, restaurant, pub that's in the outfield? I saw it. You, you don't have to go in. Like you don't have to get a ticket to the game. You can just go to that. Yeah. Uh, cool. I like that. Yeah. Our our Airbnb was one block from Fenway. Where they have like that whole block off and the yeah. banner and you can walk around. And yeah. like the biggest like sport, like lid sporting goods stores or yeah. whatever. Right across the street, it's massive. But it was great. Good time for Katie and I to get away. And, yeah. Uh, it's been a couple of years. It's just the two of us have done that. So it was good. Eat some good food? Absolutely. Boston has some good food. <clears throat> um, I was really on a mission to eat lobster rolls and I succeeded um, by having multiples. <laughs> They're big. Um, but the Italian food scene is crazy there. The cannolis are the thing. Is it, is it Mike's? Matt's Mike's? Mike's pastry yeah. was our favorite. Um, but modern. I didn't like Mike's a little also. bit. No, I did. I didn't like the setup. It kind of gave me anxiety of like, you just walk in this room and there's like, is this a line? Yeah. I just felt like it was just a bunch of people and they're just yelling at you. To, and you're like, I don't and, know. And, and, and very broken English. They all like real Italian yeah, people. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I, one, I don't know what these things are anyways. Yes. Like, so I don't have to tell you what I want. So wait, from, from Mike's, we got five cannolis. Oh my word. We got like original hazelnut, pistachio, chocolate. Yeah. A couple different and just tried them all. Did y'all go into Paul Revere's house? We did. You did? Yeah. People were shorter back then. That's my that's my main assessment. We didn't feel like we just ate cannolis outside of it and said that's where he lived. It was really cool. But the old church? Went in the uh, old North Church. Old North Church. That's pretty cool. The boxes. The boxes. The worship were, boxes. Hey, we said that'd be great with kids. You're like, just be quiet and sit down here and we play. We said do the same thing. It's like, like nobody's looking at you. No. 
judging your kids yeah. you it was yeah. really cool yeah i mean just the incredible history like being somewhere that old and still being in america is pretty unusual well yeah and you think that we have like a lot of old history and we really don't like it's not mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things but for like that been like this is where they read the declaration of independence yeah. you're like oh that's cool yeah like that's dope and like the graves, you know, seeing Paul Revere's Revere, grave, yeah. like where Benjamin Franklin parents were buried, like just so many, so cool. Yeah. We did that too. We did a lot of grave tours. Almost every city we go to, you almost find like a cool grave tour. And we did do uh, USS Constitution, nice. which that was super cool. And that was free. I was very surprised. Really? You know, they're, they're trying to make that money in Boston. Like, Oh, yeah. You pay, pay five everything. bucks to go in Paul Revere's house or whatever, but... Yeah. Uh, the Constitution is still a commissioned Navy ship, and so it's run by the U.S. Navy, and it's just kind of like this thing where you check in through a thing, and you can go get on the ship. And That's cool. Really cool. I don't think we did that. We also, did one of those in Charleston. We also did. assuming people were shorter back then because I would not have made mm, it very you would well not on have a ship. Made on, no. Not at all. Um, well, Cool. Uh, we went down to Jacksonville. So speaking of oldest, we went to St. Augustine. Jayville. Which is, okay, we have to go back. You said St. Petersburg? Yeah. There is in, one right there. In Florida? Yeah. So I'm not a dummy. No, you're not a dummy. You're okay. a genius. It is oh, right there. Tampa St. Pete. Yeah. Okay. So we saw signs. And I was like, Chris is right. Okay. I knew that popped out of my mouth for some reason. <laughs> not just Russia. Not just the <laughs> Russian world over there. All right. No, but then we went to St. Augustine. The oldest city. It's like 15-something. Like, legit, wicked old. What was the guy's name that was the big Florida explorer? He was like... Ponce what? de Leon? Not him. Yeah, I mean, that's who did... Is, is that the that same? Who did St. Augustine? Augustine? Okay, yeah. yeah. Was he the one that was looking for, like, the fountain of youth? They have it. They don't. St. Augustine has it. They don't. It's a beautiful fountain. We didn't see it because it's not real, it but... make you young? I didn't go to it. <laughs> we opted out of that, and we went to the alligator farm. And saw about 400 alligators. That's probably cooler. It was for... It, alligators smell bad, yo. Yeah. It's disgusting. Reptiles in general smell. A bunch have a, have of them. nasty. I mean, I mean, I bet there was 70, 80 alligators we saw or more. Mm. Like the size of like... I mean, the size of, you know, like that Toyota. Like, mm. or Ultima, whatever that is. Oh, oh. Massive ones. Dinosaurs. They're dinosaurs. So it's pretty cool. And they also had snakes and birds and sloths and different things too. And sloths? They had, they had uh. Well, maybe not there. We also went to the zoo. Yeah. I mean, we nice to, little zoo we there. went to Jackson. It was good. Yeah. It was good. We were a little ticked because we are, well, as of today, we're not, I think. Zoo members? Yeah. I think today is when our day drops yeah. out when you maybe need to do that. But we're zoo members and it's like ASW or something. Mm-hmm. It's like a. It's a big collective. Yeah. yeah. And so they said, Jacksonville, you get 50% off. And we're like, hot dog. Let's Sounds go. Great. We get up there. They're like, purchase your tickets online. We're like, well, we can't because we're members. And how do we get? And they go, we don't do that anymore. Oh. And I'm like, well, your website says it. And that person up front says it. And then the other person told us to go here. And they're like, sorry. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's $100 to get to the Dagum Zoo. Man. I don't know how much it was, but it was a lot of money. But she did say, we can't do anything, but we can give you the band that makes it like an all access one. So we get to ride all the rides for free yeah. and all that stuff. But it was pretty cool. Yep, you had some some misadventures. So we talked trip, about right? being intentional, and I put something on. I I did put something. I think for the first time on our Instagram story. Oh, I liked it. Right yeah. of me at Pet Boys. Oh, nice. That was my third trip to Pet Boys. <laughs> so uh, we get there. 
on Friday. We get there on Friday, Thursday. I don't know what day it was. So we get there, get to her sister's house. We unpack everything. And say, hey, we need these one or two things from Target. And I'm like, great. Target's one mile down the road. Mm. I'll be right back. Let's go. I go. I get there. I get the stuff. I come out. And it's like, hey, the boys are about to go to bed. We need these things now. Yeah. Let's go. Get to the car. Kink, kink. Oh, I locked the keys in the car. <laughs> so in my Ford truck, you got a little button. just like your truck. We there's an outside keypad. Yep. I never bring keys with me. Yeah. I always lock my keys in my truck because I can always get out with the keypad. My brain just went to that mode. Oh no! I took the keys off. I put them in the console. Locked hit the locked door. and went back. So then I had to wait forty minutes, which I called four or five places to yeah. say, "Hey, they're like uh, three hours." Some hung up on me and said, "We can't get to you tonight." I'm like, "I'm literally just locked out of Target." Like, I don't know what to do. I live here now. I, yeah, this is where I am. I, I, I mean, I could have walked home or had someone come and got me. But anyways, 30 minutes, this dude like flies in. He was at my car for two minutes. Yeah. It was quick. They're pretty quick with it. With that little. They it, did a little pump up. Little, but... I was like, can I not just have one of these under my car? And he was like, no, it's illegal for you to even have this. Is right? it? I think so. Some of those tools that they use, Are you like serious? a regular, you have to be licensed to have, because you could just walk around and break into people's cars. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll, I mean, what's stopping this guy from doing it? He's supposed to be like licensed and insured. Yeah, that don't matter. Whatever. I mean, he was a very nice man. I don't think he's doing that. But anyways, so that happened. The next day, let's go to the naval base. Let's look at some planes. Let's see where Andrew works. Let's. There's a playground on base. We're driving to it. Andrew's driving the car because he has to get in with his id flat tire <laughs> busted tire bad tire so we fix that nap time i go get it fixed they're like hey where are you guys from i'm from alabama it's about an eight hour drive and they go well you're gonna want to fix that tire too yeah and then and they weren't like hey get more money they were like this this, this is going about to, to go this too, is going to yeah. happen so i go back the next day that's two days in a row that we're out fixing flat tires love it drive home Took us forever. Get home. Oh, there's tornadoes. Oh, our power went out for 14 hours. The day we get home, I'm sleeping on the couch in the dark. It's crazy. Did the boys like the power out or was no, it scary? Uh, they liked it for a little bit, but we ended up going to bed at like eight. Our kids it was dark. hate it when the power goes out. Jack, no, the boys liked it because they get flashlights. Okay. But Jack knows like, oh, there's a reason for this yeah. and it's a storm. He kind of flips out. Yeah. Anyways, I had some intentional time. Of just sitting at a Pet Boys a few times, sitting at a Target parking lot for a while. I tried to be intentional. You got to, you got the opportunity to choose joy despite I had some, your circumstances. And I did. And I said it could be worse. <laughs> we could pay for it. Or we're safe. We're here. Yeah. Not a big deal. There you go. Learning to go with the flow. Well, all right, guys. Well, hey, we're going to jump in. I'm sorry, that was a lot of talk, but it's been a while since we've seen you. That's oh, true. update. It's time for a Bible Buffoon's Global Update. <laughs> it's not Halloween. <laughs> that was like... One of our things, though, kind of made me think about Halloween. So well, that, the, oh, because the whole thing's about masks. Yeah. That's why. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all, we got South Korea. How about that? It's pretty awesome. Hana, dual set, net, dosa, yosa. That's some of the counting in Is it? Korean. Yes. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know Korean counting. Yeah. That's good. Good job. I took a Korean martial art in my youth. You did? I did. I took karate. Karate. From Donnie Danner. Donnie Danner 
dance studio. Donnie Danner Karate Studio. Karate Dojo. Dojo. Hey, you do not insult my I sensei. I never would. I never would. Donnie Danner is my senpai? sensei. <laughs> uh, anyway, South Korea word. I think we got another one, but I can't figure it out. Is and it's it, not the AA. The AA is still AA? there. Yeah. And I, I think they've listened more. Good for them. So I don't Wait, know. AA has? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Welcome. We'll take it. Hey, but welcome, South Korea. Yeah, that's awesome. Keep on listening. Be safe, I guess. Enjoy life. Yeah, for sure. Be intentional. Yep. Um, here we go. All right. So we got this new episode. Uh, this is going to be a one-parter, we hope. No, it is. We're not going to go more for this. Um, well, you were talking about Halloween. You said, oh, what? <laughs> Maybe think about this, the, the entire topic. Uh, what I found, and I know that you found this too, I think that there is an area when you go to a church, when mm-hmm. you go to a Sunday morning church, and, and I don't mean small group, which I think it happens. We're going to talk about that too. But I think a Sunday morning church, yeah. when you go, it is typically the most like, I don't know what the word to say. Surface level. Surface level, yes. vanilla, easy. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? We don't really show. We go out of our way to not go beyond the surface. Well, and there's those jokes of like yelling at your kids to get dressed yeah. and it's the worst thing and I yeah. hate this and I hate that. And you pull and then and then you open the car door and it's, hello. Now smile. Now smile. You be happy you're at church. You tell everybody you're fine. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And we have this, which is very opposite of what we see in the Bible when it comes to church. Yeah. It is people knowing that they are broken, that they need something. Mm-hmm. They need Jesus. They need a savior. They need help. Uh, uh, they are like, I want to better. Yes. And I know that I am broken. Mm. So I, I want to be better. I want to be fixed. Maybe I don't know. That's transformed. I want to be transformed yeah. into what you want me to be Jesus. Yeah. And I don't know if we come to the table mm. on Sunday mornings with that attitude. I think we do when we're in crisis. Ooh. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think it kind of takes us getting to that point before we really are willing to get real. And that's a little bit of a shame. For sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I heard, I, I was listening to some podcast and they were talking about like people that believe in God and people that are religious. Mm-hmm. And they said, we found out that people that are really down on their luck and going through a lot of bad typically lean towards and try to find Jesus. And then people that are super successful and rich also tend to go there because they're like, how did I get this? Like, yeah. this is ridiculous that I'm in this position. Something outside of me had to help me. And then, the, and then also the people that are down on their luck are like, I yeah. can't get out. I, I need, something. I need something yeah. to help. Um, I, nothing to do with this. I just found that really interesting. Yeah. Of, but there may be a lot of people that are just coming to church that aren't in those two camps. Yeah, they're just in the middle somewhere. They're just yeah. like, well, that's yeah, what we do. Yeah, I'm just here at church. I'm a smile. Mm-hmm. So, so what we're gonna talk about this morning is kind of l- looking at going from the car, going from the screaming kid, screaming spouse, screaming at yourself, <laughs> whatever <laughs> it may be, to walking in the door of a church. What are these different masks? That we put on to say, okay, no, this is who I, this is who I want people to see me as, and this is who I want to be. 
Um, I don't want to open up and share the mm-hmm. real me. Yeah. Right. Yep. So we're going to look at a few of those and we'll kind of go through those. Um, James five, James five sixteen. If you want to pull that up. Got it. You said you're going to read all the verses. I'm going to be the reader. So today. there we go. Um, the first mask I think we wear is I think one that we are all pretty good at. This is number one and it is number one. This is number one and it is number one in our list. The one of, Hey, I'm fine. Yeah. Hey, everything's good. This is, this is the How's most it going? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing great. Oh, it's a great day. Yep. Yep. Well, our team won. Well, you know, he had a double last night. That's a good, everything's good. Yep. Right. Let's read James five, 16. Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is a very powerful, whoops, is very powerful. And <laughs> you want to start right. over, bud? Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in, a, in its effect. Okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that still ended in a weird way. Confess your sins to one another. Pray yes. for one another. That shows a deal of, hey, I'm not fine. That is, hey. So we're going to exercise right now. You can confess your worst sins right now. If okay, you want to. here we go. Everybody hold on. <laughs> um, and I would say that, that you know, there is a time and place for that. For sure. I don't think this podcast right here is a time and place for this, that. This podcast is 100% not, not the place for that. It's going to get real weird next week. Though. We're going to make this the place. No. Um, I would say that's more of a small group area. Mm. Again, I don't think Sunday morning with 500, 600, 100, you know, people in a room of like, but I don't know. It might be. I mean, there's something about having that many people pray for you. Yeah. But there is this deal in where we come to church and say, I'm fine. Yeah. And you may be hanging on your marriage, yourself, finances, your job, yeah. finances. You may be in a real pickle. Yeah. And you're like, I, I would love someone to help, but I don't want to be that vulnerable. Yeah. That's the big key there. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting uh, in, in looking at this. Some of like the earliest documents that they have on like the structure and what the early church did. These are not like uh, necessarily uh, scriptural. It's like more like little pamphlets that they would have made and passed around to churches as they w- public confession was a staple. Yeah, that was one of the key elements of their gatherings. Um, and I think, you know, what's the difference between, you know, a, a, a smaller group that's meeting in a house versus a yeah. larger group? You know, you have to consider all that. But really, I think the the point here is, are we living authentically yeah. with one another or are we not? Are we just being, or, or, yeah, are we just being fake of like, no, it's great. It's and, great. If, and if our larger gatherings on Sunday mornings aren't a place where, where it's even possible to live authentically with one another, then you got to seek out small group community. Yeah. People that you actually can be real with, that can actually know you and know what's going on in your life and what you're struggling with. Not so that they can hold it over you, but so that they can pray for you. And so that they can hold you accountable and try to help you out of it says, it says, you know, confess your sins one another so that you can be healed. Yeah. It's yeah. It's (laughs) you want to be healed (laughs) from your sin. You want to be healed from uh, actual physical pain and sickness. That's the result of sin. Yeah. Confess it. Sin wants to isolate us. Um, and isolate the issue and no, you're fine. Put it in the dark, put it away, put it down, bury it deep. God says 
the way to be healed from this is to share sunlight and, and to live, let the light in man yeah. is a great disinfectant and will kill a lot and you're like hey we want to get that out um and so you have to know and this isn't a cop out this isn't a pass you have to know your setting like For sure. we have been around and i've seen people on sunday morning Hey, how's it going? Great. How's it going? Great. How's it going? It's horrible. And you're like, whoa, that was a big turn. But we did a few Sundays ago. I don't know if you were here. We had some guy, we don't know who he was, that came forward during the invitation. Did you see him? He just came forward and kneeled down at our stairs and just started praying. Oh, no. Like, during, I, I this was three or four weeks ago. Um, and then, you know, talked with Brett and talked with the shepherd and for a while. And it made people a little uncomfortable because it kind of went on for minutes. Yeah. We're like, oh, we're just silent here. But I was like, that's this what man it's about. Let's needs go. to come up here and talk. Let's do it. Like, that was huge. Yeah. Um, find find your place. Find yeah. where that needs to do it. Um, and you may be fine. And if you're fine, great. But also don't be afraid when you're not fine to be like, I do need some help. Hey, you know what? Um, I, I heard this recently and I, I thought it was really good. If you're fine, even if you're not fine, but especially if you're fine, there's a there's a prayer that you can pray and just ask God to open your eyes and your ears and your heart to the pain and the hurt of the people around you and let you let yourself be uh, a comfort to them and and a source of, of prayer and somebody that they can rely on. And well, we're those, so those opportunities like, will show up. Well, we're so like inner focused. Yeah. I'm fine, so we don't need it. Okay, well, if you're fine. Somebody else around you is somebody not Somebody is not, and then to look for that. Yeah. And then so... In the same verse, confess so someone else can pray for you. Right. Maybe you're that person. Yeah, Again, right. where do you see yourself in this? Are you the person that's confessing? Yes, there's time for that. Or are you the person in here that needs to um, pray for somebody else? Yeah. There's there's some jobs there. Yep. All right. Second one. Second one. Second one. One of my favorite movies is Monsters, Inc. <laughs> I love it. It's a great movie. You like it? One, two, Mike three, Wazowski. four, five. There's all of them. I don't know how many there are, but there's a I've bunch. only seen the first and the second one. No, I've seen the first one in Monsters University. I think there's Monsters, Inc. One and two. There's, yeah. Is there Monsters University or three? I, I have so. no clue. Monsters I said, University really I said it's one of my favorite, and I'm like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, but a funny character is Randall. Yes. So what is Randall? He's a chameleon, right? I think yeah. he's a chameleon. It was, well, he's, he's, he's a chameleon, monster. He's chameleon-like. He's a, Right? And so um, that's our second mask. Is this idea that we are that the mask that we put on is not the hey I'm fine, but it's this chameleon mask, where um, we are trying to relate and fit and mold the things around us so we can blend in and be like everybody else. Maybe not stand out. Yeah, or really even be something that you're not. Portray yes. yourself as something that you're not. So, I think we've talked about this, but if you were to look at Chris and Justin. In fifth grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, senior, maybe all the way to senior in college, how many different versions of you would you say there were? Oh, my, man, I may be on the worst end of this. <laughs> like, I went through so many phases. Right? I can't even tell you. Right? The pictures I'm, are there, though. The I'm sure like a lot of bangs. Uh, there were bangs. There was bowl cut. There were frosted tips. Yeah. There was... <laughs> There was gauge earrings there. Yeah. <laughs> All of the above. You got the van shoes, yes. the punk stage, the, the, the Heelys. <laughs> the, yeah, I never had Heelys. Oh, I was you, an early. You were early. I mean, like you were in on the early. ground level of those yeah. Heelys. Um, 
if your kid is going through this right now where you're like, man, I feel like every six weeks they're a different person. Yeah. One, that is normal. They're trying to figure out who they are. Two, that is a number one question that kids going through adolescence, basically nine years old to 27 years old is basically the frame of adolescence of them saying, who am I? Where do I fit in? Yep. Where is my click, my g- gang, my cluster of people that I find identity with? Right. So they're asking that question. Yep. Who am I? Who am I? And I think we kind of do the same thing in this where we ask who am I and we change who we are and we be a chameleon or we don't like who we are and we want to be somebody else. So we totally change yeah. who we are to fit this Yeah. Um, in that Matthew 23, 27, 28. We talk about, I feel like I talk about this once a month, uh, Woe, these verses. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You're like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of bones of the dead and every kind of impurity. In the same way, on the outside, you seem righteous to people, but inside you're full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. This is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, talking to the Pharisees. Throwing down. And being like, yo, hypocrites. Yes. That is what you are. Stop it. Uh, now, first off, we read this and go, ha ha, Pharisees, hey. First, we are all hypocrites. Absolutely, every single one of us. Yeah, that's a that's that's like a common grenade that gets thrown at the church. It's like oh, they're just a bunch of hypocrites. Who isn't? But like literally everybody <laughs> is, right? Yeah, we yeah. all fall short of our ideals. Yeah, even if you're not a Christian and you look at like Christianity and go, you bunch of hypocrites. Yeah, you are too in some way. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like we just have to just acknowledge that. But what? But what Jesus is telling them is like, look, you guys put on this show. Yes. You want to appear like you have all the rules and you keep all the rules and you're the most holy and everyone should come to you and mm. no one's above you in this line of power, know, power, religious yeah. power yeah. and say, but he goes, you're like a whitewashed tomb. Mm. You're whitewashed on the outside. It looks pretty on the outside, but inside you're full of dead bones. Yeah. You're full of rotten dead. Yeah, I, I did just like a super quick background on on where this comes uh-huh. from. And uh, in Jerusalem, during the Passover, it was it was a common custom to paint the outsides of tombs for two reasons. One, to kind of spruce up the city a little bit, <laughs> make yeah. it look a little nicer. But two, remember uh, the Levitical purity laws. You could not touch a dead thing. Oh yeah. And so it was also a warning. It was like, this is a tomb. You need to be aware that it's here because if you touch it, you're not going to be able to worship. You're going to be kicked out of the city. For the Passover. One of those is really easy for us to understand. We walk around uh, at church and we put on our nice clothes for the most part. And we we, say, I'm fine. We put on our nice faces Uh and it gives this nice, pleasant appearance that everything's cool with this. But the other side of this is a little dark. It's like Jesus is saying, the inside of you is impure. The thing that really matters, the thing that makes you uh, eligible to worship in, in God's presence, that's all twisted up and full of rottenness and brokenness. Is like, that's not going to work. you got to be pure on the inside first, mm. right? And that's the same way with us. It's like we put all this pressure on the appearances, putting up a, a beautiful front. Yeah. But really... You know, if the inside's all twisted up, like we're not even able to come to the to the table, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think about the old saying, you know, you can put lipstick on a pig, yeah, but it's still a pig, right? right? And so for us, it's like, hey, you can put on that mask, you can put on the fake front, you can do a lot of 
quote, good things maybe, but you're still dead on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so, which is hard because we are very visually, how does this appear? How does this look? So, you know, I want to give, I want to serve, I want to be here. If you are doing those things, that's more of a, a behavior modification change of like, Mm -hmm. as long as I do good and I appear good, then I will be good. Yeah. And Christ says, it's not about what you do. It's about your heart. Mm. And from the outflow of your heart, then you will be doing good, not just to cover it up, but in a true light of I'm, I'm just doing this to serve and love Jesus. Yeah, it's, and it's, that's what I'm doing. You're serving out of that joy, out of that peace that you have. Not a, I want people to look at me or yeah. I want people to think that I have it. Um, but it's a different thing to be a chameleon in, in this is, well, Hey, I'm, I'm going to put on the coat or whatever it is to appear that I am a good Christian instead of doing the actual yeah, hard yeah. work. Yeah. Like, this is a cheat code. Yeah. And it's not real. Yeah. yeah it's not good. real. You have to do the real hard, soul searching, deep work for it to be true. Because we're so obsessed with the external things that can uh-huh. be seen and experienced, like it's kind of easy to develop this list of things. What does a good Christian look like? And I could fake all this stuff. Yeah. And be totally broken and dead on the inside, but I look really good to everybody else. I think about, you know, we bought our house about a year ago and you go look at different houses and you do house inspections from the outside and even really kind of on the inside. You're yeah. like, dang, this is a That's good house. And then you get an inspection list back and it's 97 pages and you're like, this house is going to fall down tomorrow. At any moment. Like, why are we even in this building? We need to get out. <laughs> this is unsafe. <laughs> it's almost the same. You can paint and you can make yourself look the way you want to look, mm-hmm. but that's not real. That's not real transformation. That's the easy part. Mm-hmm. The hard part is is doing the internal soul searching self evaluation yeah. that we talk about all the time. Yeah, yeah. All right. So mask two, final one. Mask three. As we kind of wrap up, we're looking at labels. Mm. Now I see this with students a lot. They get wrapped up in, and it is a big cliche that you might see from old movies and TV shows, but I still see it true today. They wrap their identity in what they do and the labels they are. For sure. I am a cheerleader. I am a science Olympiad. I am a baseball player, whatever it may be. I'm in the band. I'm on choir. I'm show all those things. That's their identity. And that's what they label as. Yes. Saying, okay, this is who I am. Yes. Um, But we as adults do it too. For sure. Right. This is my job. This is where I live. These are the labels. And it's not just the labels that you put on yourself, yeah. but it's also labels that other people put on you, which can also be a plus and a minus. It can go, it can be good or bad for sure. Right? Yeah. It just kind of look in that way. If someone calls you a name or this, or you're this kind of person, that may stick with you a little bit longer than mm-hmm. normal. Yeah. And you go, well, maybe I am that person. Yeah, especially if it's somebody you trust or yeah. respect. So. Yeah, and kind of having that. But that's also the labels you put on yourself. I really believe that that Satan is like, Hey, I don't really care who you worship, but I want you to not feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. I want you to have a negative view of yourself. And that way it kind of turns our whole attention from how can I love and be more connected to God to, well, I'm just a nobody. Yeah. I can't do anything. And I can't do yeah. anything. And why would God want me? Yeah. Because I'm this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like Satan's like, good. Yeah. I would, I would rather that happen in there. Um, all right, Ephesians, right? Yep. Ephesians 2.11. To what? 
to your heart wants to stop reading. All right. So then. I don't know. I forget. Sorry. Remember that at one time you were Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcised by those called the circumcised, which is done in the flesh by human hands. At that time you were without Christ, excluded from the citizenship of Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. So, in this verse, it was, well, you were called uncircumcised, and you were called, these are labels that were put on people. Are you Jews or Gentiles? Right? It's these labels. Yep. And then he says, hey, you had those, we're done with those. Mm-hmm. You were bought with the blood of Christ. Yeah. And he is the only one that is allowed to give you a title or a label. Yeah. The one who purchased you is the one who can name you. Yeah. Right? Um, you can't name yourself. You may think you can't. Your parents can name you, and they can give you a name, Chris, Justin. But you have to know that what your true label is and your true name is is that you are child of the king. Yeah. Um, and the more that we can remind ourselves, it doesn't matter what society says. It doesn't matter what the mirror says when I look into it. It doesn't matter what my own brain says. It's what does Christ say? He yeah. says you are chosen. Mm. Um, and that's empowering. Yeah. So if, if number one, if our first mass that we talked about is like the, the epidemic yeah, okay. uh, amongst our people, man, this one, this one is the one that speaks to our moment in time. Oh, yeah. Because, man, we're so quick to label people, to cancel people, to judge people, you know, based on external things, things that we hear about, things that we see on social media or whatever. Mm -hmm. But man, these are, these are scars. That's, that's what I read here. Like, man, you're, you're uncircumcised. That means you're out of the club. You're not invited. You're, you are excluded from citizen, citizenship in Israel. You're without hope, without God in the world, excluded from Christ. And it's saying, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Man, it's like you're going to take those wounds. This this doesn't this doesn't mean that um, the world's still not going to try to throw labels on oh, you. Oh, absolutely. And people you know and care about aren't going to try to label you and put you in a corner. But it's saying you don't have to wear it. Oh yeah. It's saying that in Christ you've got a new name, and it's one that can't be taken from you. And if we can really believe that, man, that that has the power to reverse some of the 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 ills of our world right now because we're just so quick to to cut people down and to label people and uh, oh they do one little thing and it's you're this you're that it's yeah. like whoa it's like man I don't want anybody evaluating my life based on any one decision that I one like <laughs> sentence or yeah. one thing yeah absolutely you know it's so. Um, you know, just to, to extend the grace that was offered to us, you know, to bring people who are far away near, bring them into your circle. Well, and I think, you know, we, as we kind of wrap this up, like, all right, so why are we talking about this? Just so you're aware. And I think every person listening to this goes, yeah, I fall in all three of those. Yeah. Like at like any period of time, I'm wearing one of these or multiple of these masks right. at any point. Like, okay. So why is that important? One, I, I think that these are barriers and blocks for us to get deeper relationship with God, that we are putting something in the way of that Two, I think we're doing our church a disservice for sure where we're making this place look phony mm. where in, 
if you do have somebody, and I say this place, church, yes. just in general, um, if you do have somebody from the outside coming in that is truly broken and is like, hey, I heard church is where broken people go. Yeah. And I need God. And you come to this place and you're like, I must be the only broken person in here. Yeah. And I'm not sharing anything. And I'm not telling you all a thing, yeah. right? Like, I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, uh, then, then we're, then I don't think we're being church. Yeah. You know, we're being a, um, country club rather than a hospital. Yeah. And we need to be a hospital. Hospital is full of broken, hurt people, sick people. And we are all that. Yeah. So the more that we can kind of say, Hey, this is for all, um, having this real authentic, it's going to change. Like yeah. I, I think your church or community, your area will change when they know these are real people, not a trying to be fake. Yeah. They're just trying to do the best they can. Yeah, and it's not going the other way with it, like trying to make this artificially gritty. Like, our lives are gritty. Yeah. We just don't acknowledge it. <laughs> yes, and I have a hard time being a student minister of that when, when you know, we have retreats and camps and this, and, like, I'm not big on, like, well, it's Friday night. Let's get the bonfire yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. We're going to make this a... This is the moment. Yeah, right? So we're going to, like, create this environment for people to confess and break down. Yeah. There may be a time for that. Mm. I, I'm not a big fan of that always, yeah. but like we just need to know, like, hey, this is who we are. Yeah. Let the outside know. Yeah, that's good. You're good. Well, hey, thank y'all for listening. Thank Welcome y'all back. for being with us. Hope your spring break was great. Hopefully, you be got some rest and you were intentional about it. Uh, take off that mask. Do the best you can. Yeah. Start with your friends. Start by yourself. Start with God. Saying, yeah. God, help me with this mask. Let me take it off. That's it. Get that. Well, hey. Um, we still did not. We still did not get South North Dakota, but I still love y'all. I, I, th- I think one of the nine people in North Dakota will listen one day. So you guys drive over there and listen to it, or share it with somebody in North North Dakota. Let them listen to it. There you go. Be great. Hey, rate, review, subscribe, all the all the things you know what to do. Catch us, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye, friends. See